Hello, my sisters. Welcome to the first episode of My Good Sis. So I'm just going to get right into it because there's going to be lots of opportunity to speak about lots of other things and the aims and the objectives and who I am and why and all of that good stuff. But today I'm going to speak about something that is very close to me. Um, It's very important to me. It's caused me lots of confusion over the past few years because it's a buzzword, uh, a phrase that is open to interpretation, meaning, and yet it seems to carry so much weight. It feels as if it's used as a plaster over a big gaping wound sometimes. I've been told that I need to spend some more time with myself and practice it. I've been told that I need to to, take it more seriously. I've been told that I won't achieve if I don't make more time for it. And that word, phrase, is self-care, self-love. And for a long time, it caused me more confusion than clarity. It made me feel as if I was doing something wrong. What do you mean? I'm a mother, a sister, a friend, a granddaughter, a daughter, at times a girlfriend, an employee, a colleague, a boss. And in each of those areas, I'm doing my best. I'm smashing it in some. I'm working hard and I'm raising my daughter and, I mean, what more do you want? You know, I look presentable. I, I, don't, I don't know what more was expected of me like I didn't know should I say and it felt like a cop-out in lots of situations you know you go to a friend about a breakup and you're sobbing and you've got bogey and you're just like my life is over I'm never gonna have love again and they tell you to spend time with yourself and practice self-care and I'm here to speak about my experience with self-care, how I brought the name to life, how I gave it meaning. And to reassure you that it is a very individual experience and process. And no one should be able to flaunt their self-care journey as the be-all and end-all of self-care. Of course, you can share tips and ideas, but tell those people to shut up when they are using it as a word without any context. What's the definition of self-care? At least tell me what it is for you. Then I can adapt it to my own needs, right? Okay, so what did I do? I asked myself and my friends, actually, what makes you feel good? What makes me feel good? And I said, oh, 
I feel good when I'm, you know, as uh, I spray some new perfume. I feel good when I am wearing a new lipstick or a new lip gloss. Hell, I feel good when I'm popping tags. I feel good when I'm boarding a plane. (laughs) I feel good when I'm in the five-star restaurants. And then I had to think, oh, how, how sustainable is that? Is there longevity in that? That's expensive too, because, you know, you know that a quality perfume, 100 mil costs 100 pounds. How realistic is it? And is that feeding my soul? Is that helping my spiritual growth and my spiritual love of myself and that development, is it? Or is it a quick temporary fix to feel good? Because I look good, I smell good, I've got on a a new lipstick and I've got some snaps in a new country. And then I come back home and I'm living the rat race of, of life, of sisterhood, motherhood, all of the other hoods. So then I was like, okay, I can do that and I do do that in moderation. But what is it that I should be doing more frequently? What's sustainable? Okay, what makes me feel good? Well, a clean house makes me feel good, you know? To look round and and there's no chaos and my sheets are clean, there's not a better feeling than than clean skin and clean hair and clean sheets. Ooh. It makes me feel good to open my fridge and see all the choice and my drinks cupboard and my snack cupboard. That makes me feel good too. It makes me feel good to come home or wake up even and switch on my music. And I'm going from popcorn to Bernard to Jay Huss to a bit of Janae, or I admit a lot of Janae. You know, how could I forget Uncle Budju and Uncle Beris? Lots and lots of music. Mood dependent, of course, because I could be rapping and I could be cussing you out like I'm from the BK and you can't touch me. Or I could be singing my heart out and crying at the same time. Music makes me feel good. A good hearty meal. And I've got one good sis that I know will be listening, laughing at me at that part. Because food is life, man. (laughs) Food is life. And I guess before COVID, I would come in and I'd do like a quick salmon and a quick pasta. And a quick this and a quick that. But now I spend more time in the kitchen. And... Uh, A good sis of mine gave me a really good cookbook and I have now mastered more cuisines. And that makes me feel good. That makes me feel really good. It makes me feel good to have that time in the bath or in the shower 
that my phone is off and my daughter's fine and I'm not worrying about who wants me or who needs me or who I'm letting down or I'm in the bath and I'm using new products or it hasn't even got to be new, just my actual products that I love, that smell good, that make me feel good. You know, a good cream to like come out of the bath and really moisturise in, in something that makes me feel lovely and amazing. A good skincare routine, a great toothpaste. I know these are things that I'm going really granular, right? Because I feel like for a lot of my time in Superdrug looking at toothpastes, it's whatever's on sale. And that can say that it could whiten a little bit. But, you know, um, I changed that and I got a favour. And regardless of if it's on sale or not, I'm going to buy it because it makes me feel good. <laughs> And it's doing a good job. You know, I'm partial to a little drink that makes me feel good. Obviously not to use it to drown any sorrows. But it makes me feel good if I can say, right, I've, I've got that new Ciroc or I've got that new gin or I've got these great mixes that I can mix and blend and, and try something fun. That, that makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to burn incense and I've got lots of different types of incenses that help me to feel something different so if it's grounding uplifting cleansing and 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 to come home and to choose one and to allow it to work and be open to that and just breathe it in and be like yeah now I'm going to relax these are the things that sound really basic, you know, but I consider them how I show self-care to myself. I like to look down on my, at my feet and see that my nails are painted and I've got a love-hate relationship with the nail shop. Um, it's time-consuming um, and all depending on who and where you go, that gives you like a very different experience. So I started buying it myself and doing it myself because I enjoy looking down and having 10 toes that aren't too long or half, half, half grown out because I have to wait on that someone else to do it. And that might not be your thing. That's OK. But it was really appreciating the small things that I do have on a daily basis that make me feel good. That to me was self-care and practicing self-care I think I got lost in the source of thinking I had to have a hobby you know I had to be vegan I had to stop drinking I had to go out for a run every morning I had to do yoga at 6am I had to meditate you know every day and do that and it's just like you know if if you can't do those things if you don't want to do those things there's things in your daily life that is actually you showing yourself that self-care and that self-respect and loving on yourself. And it's the first step, right? So I would love to have this great hobby where I am I'm so like committed to it and, and I don't quit halfway through. But for now, I haven't got that. For now, I feel good and I am 
I am showing myself self-care when I am coming home and I'm disconnecting and I'm playing my music and I'm burning my incense and I'm painting my nails and I've got a really good quality hair mask on and I'm giving myself esteem and, I, and I've done some rice water and I've got on a face mask and that's self-care. I think it's also important to be unapologetic about you time. You can't be plugged in 24-7. Lots of people are going to need you and want you and have expectations of you and demands on you. Outside of the obvious, outside of if you've got children, outside of if you have a job. But if you're married, if you have a boyfriend, if you um, have friends that are just naturally that bit more needy, you, you have to be unapologetic to say, do you know what, I'm going to switch off today. Or I'm going to switch off this week. And you're allowed to do that without any explanation. You, you are allowed to do that. And if people love you, they'll understand. Oh, sorry, I just haven't been around or I just needed some time out for myself. Recharge, reset switch off there's so much stimulation with instagram and and like people needing you switch off be okay with yourself and if you struggle to switch off ask yourself why why do you have to be so plugged in why do you thrive on being busy and somewhat a bit distracted as well Get comfortable in your own head and get comfortable in your silence. But all of that is what works for me, right? So ask yourself, what makes you feel good? And do more of that. What makes you feel good? It might be way more than what I've said. And if you've got the means to do it, do it because it makes you feel good. Do what makes you feel good. Life isn't short, life is long. Life is long. As long as God has given you air in your lungs, for as long as he has given it to you for, life is long. Obviously, there's things I'm not going to talk about, like tragedies or whatever, but for the most part, life is long. So, and these days can be long and tedious and boring and repetitive. So do what makes you feel good. And... Each day that you do that, more and more that you do that, you are adding to your cup and your and it will soon overflow. It would overflow with with health and it would overflow with happiness and abundance and gratitude. And then you can reconnect and then you can, you know, obviously not too much because you'll just be <laughs> you'll just be taken out of the cup. Right. So do what makes you feel good. In another way, I've looked at it like this. Everybody talks about love languages. And it's how you love. It's how you show love. And it's how you want love to be shown to you. So we've got the five. We've got time, touch, words, gifts and acts. I'm sure you know them. 
Now, I have reversed that. So, if my love language is, according to the quiz anyway, because it's changed over the years, but the most recent quiz, it was words, acts, and time. But the other two weren't far off. So I'd go as far to say that I'm pretty hard to please and I'm all five of them, right? Um, but that also makes me a great lover because it means that I, ha- I have all five to give. It just means that I don't know if I'm ever really going to be satisfied with somebody else and how they love me. Because whoever I have dated in the past has only ever really been like one or two of those things. It's like, eh, meh. So in some area, I will feel a bit neglected and lacking or wanting, right? Anyway, off track we go. That's my, that's my life, going off track. Anyway, so what I've done is I've reversed them. So if mine are acts, words and time, if that's how I like to feel loved from my partner, then it's surely how I like to feel love, isn't it? It's not just about from my partner. It's how I like to feel love. I'm not going to come and sit and wait for no man to show me acts, words and time. (laughs) Because God knows I could be waiting a long, 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 long time. So I use those three out of five things to help me with my choices around how I show myself self-love. So if I feel loved with words am I affirming myself am I affirming myself or am I constantly seeking affirmation externally which we all know is problematic and damaging so if words of affirmation is what I want from my future husband let's call it shall we then I must start with giving it to myself. So I affirm myself. As corny and as uncomfortable as it sounds and as unworthy that you might feel while doing it, you've got to affirm yourself until you believe it, sis. And it may start with a really watery eye. You might feel like a fraud and a phony. Like, hold on, am I great? Like, am I wonderful? Am I deserving? Am I worthy? You know, am I beautiful? Am I... All of these other really positive affirmations, these great labels, these these names that you need to give yourself to embody and live. And it's not easy because you think, mm, I could I could be better, you know. Yeah, I am, but, mm, you know, my skin's not quite there or... I've not quite grown back my edges yet or I've still got that really toxic trait or um, I still self-destruct and self-sabotage. So you feel like you're not worthy of affirming. But sis, my good sis, you are worthy of affirming and affirm, 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 affirm. Speak nothing but positive affirmations into your life. It helps you to change your mindset as well. And it it is uncomfortable at first. I've done it. I do it. And you might have to start with 
actually forgiving yourself first. If, you know, like you can't say, you know, you are worthy if you don't feel worthy. So start by forgiving yourself. Forgive yourself, sis. Look yourself in the mirror and forgive yourself. And forgive yourself for the things that you hate yourself for. And the choices that you made when you didn't know any better. Don't let that heavy weight hold you down. It could be something that you did yesterday. It really could. It could be something that you've been holding on since you were seven years old. We've all got that seven-year-old child within us that needs a hug. Forgive your seven-year-old self. And every day affirm yourself until you are truly at peace and you have truly forgiven yourself. And then you've made space then. You've made space for the things that seem a bit more airy-fairy and a bit more light-hearted, but I'm telling you, they carry lots of weight. I deserve love. I am worthy. First, it's forgiveness. So that's one of them. So, time is how I like to feel loved. From, from this guy that I don't know yet. From this husband. I did say that I was going to call it, right? From my husband. <laughs> anyway. So, if that will make me feel loved by him, surely I can give myself some time. I can give myself some time to do the things that I love. What do I love to do apart from listening um, to music and being on podcasts and and being on Instagram. That's what I meant to say, not podcast, Instagram. Scrolling, 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 scrolling in this rabbit hole. You know, I've got a love-hate. I've got a love-hate relationship with Instagram because actually it's not all bad. If you are actively following things and people that are going to make you feel like shit, then you have to delete them. But if there's something on there that is inspiring and news, you know, then I think it's a great platform. Anyway, time. Give myself that time. So if it's my baths, if it's time with my crystals, if it's meditating, if it's learning about crystals and spirituality, if it's just doing a bit of like tarot work and that's what I love. That's that's the time that I give myself and I'm pouring into myself and it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like a chore, you know, because I could easily say, yes, yeah, sis, you should go to the gym. But if, you've, if, if you hate the gym, but you feel like you have to go to try to reach your, your, your goals, then it then it's not going to feel like quality time, is it? It's going to feel like a job. It's going to feel like, you know, like being at work and and doing things that make you unhappy just because you have to do it. You have to go to work to pay the bills and you have to go to the gym to lose the weight. That's, that's not what I mean by quality time. 
Anyway, that's just an example of mine. But you think about what, if time is yours, how can you give yourself quality time, meaningful quality time, consistent quality time? I'm not just mean, I'm not just thinking about that big holiday that you've been planning to Bali and Fiji. That's not what I'm talking about. Because of course, that is, that is ultimate quality time. If that's your thing, it's most definitely my thing. But how can you do it more often than once a year on holiday? And then my other one was acts. I guess that speaks to me liking a clean house and and me wanting to see my toenails painted and things like that. It's an act, isn't it? It's an act. These 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 are the actions that I do for myself that make me feel good. So if you are the other two, then it's kind of obvious, isn't it? Uh, if it's gifts, then you must buy yourself gifts. From, from the smallest to the biggest, you must buy yourself gifts if that is your love language. You must treat yourself. Um, obviously within moderation, yeah? <laughs> and, and, and why I say that is because I come from a culture of of my friends and of my family, whereby we always deserve it. We're like, yeah, I've had a hard month. Yeah, I really deserve that. Or yeah, I'm going to get a takeaway because I really deserve that. Oh yeah, I've seen this thing on sale. Like I really deserve that. You know, we we are really deserving. (laughs) And I think everything in moderation, you know, but buy yourself gifts. And if touch is your thing, then girl, get comfortable. Get comfortable. You don't have to wait for a man to touch you. You don't. Sex, for some reason, is still a taboo. So is masturbation. Um, And we will explore that in more episodes to come. Because for me, I'm quite liberal. And I feel like we have needs. Not I feel like. I must stop saying I feel like, especially if I know, I know we all have needs. And of course, to be touched is wonderful. But to touch yourself, and I don't just mean getting a, a big rampant rabbit and doing the mad thing. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's ways. You can be sensual with yourself. You can love on yourself. And then you can get the rampant and do the matting. But, you know, it starts, it should always start with that bit of foreplay, right? So think about that. That's some food for thought for you. Think about your personal love language, how you show and how you receive love. And ask yourself, am I giving myself the love that I give others? Am I giving myself the love that I'm expecting from my partner? And that's if you're in a relationship or not. This isn't exclusive to being single. So I hope I've helped give some clarity on what self-love is. And I think it's an ongoing conversation. 
it's a topic that I can talk about for ages. It's something that we can explore a lot closer in detail. I can really unpick self-love. But I was very defensive when I was told about self-love because, and I would also be looking at the people telling me to practice self-love like, but hun, my good sis, are you practicing self-love because you look like a mess? (laughs) And that was my idea of self-love, but perhaps her idea of it was, you know, that I should just give myself a break from man. Not like I had that many, but whatever. You know, like potato, potato and that. So, it used to piss me off, quite frankly. And it's still a buzzword on Instagram. Oh, yeah, I'm a self-care coach. Oh, yeah, I'm a self-care. This, mm, Yeah, you should practice self-care. Oh, have this self-care thing. Like, what does that mean? Anyway. I hope I've helped to undress it, unfold it, unpick it, just a little bit. And hopefully you will, will feel less defensive with more clarity, a bit more, you know, and it will help you to appreciate the things that you do in your daily life as well. It won't seem like you've got to wait until you can afford that dance class or until they let you in or until you've mastered pole dancing, um, until you can say, look, I'm I'm doing self-care. Because if that's your end goal, absolutely go for it. 100%. But look at the small wins in the meantime. Make the most of it because that's how you will be consistent and it will feel like You are actually doing something because you will be. You aren't just waiting for that big holiday or, you know, that big, big night out. Anyway, I'm going to love you all and leave you, my good sisters, my good sis. (laughs) It's been a pleasure. Um, I hope that we can continue this journey together. Um, I hope that you'll be back for more and that you'll be around to just be a part of the journey and as I grow you grow that's my aim anyway loves until the next time and thank you very much for listening